a great day at Huff Insurance. This call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance. Hi, this is Andrea. How may I assist you? Hi, can I speak to Jerry, please? Okay, your name? Joey Jingola. Oh, hey, Joey. Hold on one second there. Thank you. Hi, Joey. It's Jerry. Jerry. How you doing, sir? That's good, Joey. How you doing? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Yeah, I focused on, uh, I go to conversion conferences as well as that, that are outside the industry. So we try to focus on getting things in the right spots and, and testing on what creates the most conversions and, and A-B testing through using like a, what was Optimizely, that A-B test different verbiage and, and buttons and whatever. What you say matters. And that was my good buddy Jerry Nicola over at Huff Insurance in Pasadena, Maryland. And he was talking about how the fact that he goes to conversion conferences and I'm assuming probably even marketing conferences. And, and uh, the good thing here is like, this is what I'm a little fired up because uh, too many times we stay in our own little bubble. We just travel in our own little circles. We go to a couple different insurance conferences and there's a lot of great insurance conferences. Obviously we do our, not really a conference, but kind of a conference girl lab, which is coming up here in uh, the end of October. Uh, there's uh, Agency Nation Trusted Choices Elevate, there's um, Insurance Agency Owners Alliance Innovate, uh, and then there's your local state things um, as well uh, that, that do their own conferences that you probably attend, and there's the big national ones, and those are fun for the most part, um, depending on the state and how cool your state is. Could be, you know, your results may vary, if you will. But the idea that an insurance person would take it upon themselves to have the audacity to attend a marketing conference or a conversion conference or just really anything. And I think the importance there is that it actually lets you own the fact that, yes, this is important and this is something that you probably should be paying attention to. It puts you in a whole group, a whole different group of people that talk a different language that you need to feel a part of to be successful in some of the things that you want to do. And, uh, and I can't get over how, how many agents don't. Um, you know, I've, I, that's actually, well, I, I mean, obviously my dad being, you know, growing up in an insurance family, uh, the insurance conference was, you know, definitely a few family vacations, right? Like that definitely happened. So I've been around insurance conferences for a long time, but, um, yeah, I, for my first couple years in the business, I actually only went to maybe one or two actual insurance conferences. I actually attended more marketing conferences than I did anything uh, my first couple years, going to you know, HubSpot's inbound a couple times, uh, made a trip out to social media marketing world, um, you know, doing some of those types of things to, to be part of that world. And to allow, again, I think it's just a whole mindset, right? Allowing yourself the ability to call your maybe you don't maybe you don't need to call yourself a marketer fine i'm not going to go that far but just saying hey i'm going to this marketing conference makes you own it a little bit more than maybe you never would have before right it says oh well i'm going to get whatever uh you know whatever marketing spillage happens in my you know in the other insurance conferences that i'm going to not all right fine i'm, I'm 
that is happening more and more and is getting better and better with every conference that we see rolling out these days. But for the longest time, that wasn't the case. And again, I still, I still think there is something very powerful of just surrounding yourselves in that environment versus being in an insurance environment, kind of talking about marketing. Entirely different perspective. The other thing that's important, um, you know, you heard Jerry say, hey, we really focus on getting things in the right spot and the verbiage and things like that. And this is something that's been on my mind a lot lately is that, you know, even if you do, once you give yourself that, you know, permission and you you get excited about these things and you start doing these things is you got to pay attention to, you know, what you say and who you say it to, because it's so important. And it's one of those things that can be overwhelming because you're not quite sure what's, what works at all to begin with. And that's perfectly fine. And that's actually where it's exciting because you don't need to listen to anybody. You don't need to listen to me. You don't need to listen to to anybody else other than the idea that's in your head, assuming that you've you know taken the time to understand kind of the, the you know what needs to happen, right? I mean, even then, taking shots in the dark is never a bad idea. I'm never going to advocate against that. But the idea of focusing on that call to action and to actually get people, you know, Jerry saying, "Hey, I go to conversion conferences to get them to convert." Oh, well, no, well, if you go to like the product pages, I mean, we put the quote boxes right up in the in the front. Even on the blog page, we have a quote box on every blog page. Or they're clicking on a lot of times now, since it's a um, mobile-friendly site, a lot of times they're just clicking on the phone number. When we're running the AdWords, we're getting, like I said, about 110 or so form fill-outs, and we're also getting probably just as many phone calls. The fancy marketing term for that is doing a super fantastic, extra special job that gets crazy results. That's the official term. Tell you what, 110, you know, quote requests every month. That's not bad, Jerry. And a steady volume, if not that much or more equal volume of phone calls. That's really good. That's what, you know, works, right? When you start to see that type of activity, that's how you know what you're doing is working. It's not a secret. Just, hey, I'm not telling, you know, you're right, you're wrong. Nobody else is telling you're right, you're wrong. It's just is that idea, is that thing that's rattling around in your head of you paying attention to the way people want to do things or need to do things, is it actually producing the result that you want to test? And maybe the phone call and the form request, the submission is not it. I don't know. That'd be kind of weird if it's not. But if, you know, whatever the thing is that you're testing, test away and just know that if you're not getting that response, that there's something wrong. Now, there's obviously a few moving parts in the process that, you know, are you getting enough people to see it and all that. Th- so it's 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 cart before the horse, chicken before the egg, all that good stuff that tends to create some anxiety as to, well, do do I have, you know, steps five, you know, through seven, right? Because step nine is not working. At least that's how I always kind of freaked out about it was like, you know, am I missing something earlier in the, in the and the kind of the process that is not allowing this thing to work. And I, I don't know, but you know, Jerry is getting some amazing results with what they're doing. Again, he's paying attention to conversions. He's going to conversion conferences. He's learning things outside of the industry. And, you know, they've, uh, and I'm not a fan of a quote box per se. That's not my speed, but Jerry's having good success with it. So I'm not going to say that it's not a bad idea. Figure out what your thing is, right. And figure out where to put it. Um, so I can tell you, I've, I guess I feel like I'm just saying this over and over again on, on the show. I don't know if it's true or not, but pay attention to, you know, how people want to interact and what they're looking for. If, if, if you're finding success with get a quote now, get a quote today, get a, you know, play with that, right? Play with how you phrase it, play with where you place it. Cause I can tell you the, 
you know, the, the spot that Jerry's got his quote form on his website, that does, that does nothing for me. Now, maybe I'm not offering a quote. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe people are looking for quotes in that spot. I'm not offering it. Uh, what performs really well for me is a nice big call to action at the end of a blog post. That's my bread and butter spot. Um, and I've, I think I've documented on the show several times that, you know, there's, there's a great deal of power in the words next step or continue here or something along the lines of just, you know, putting the blinders on and saying, here, let me hold your hand and we're going over here real quick. Um, you know, removing the amount of choices that are that are fluttering through their mind is something that I think is is relatively powerful. Uh, you know, I said it before is, hey, they don't want a homework assignment, right? They want to be done with their insurance. And whoever can get them there the fastest and the most enjoyable along the way is probably going to win the business. And that's just kind of my dive into the psychology of it. Again, I'm just going based off of my personal results of what I've seen. I love getting into calls to actions and conversions and stuff like that occasionally. Uh, it is something, though, that, again, back to the anxiety and the overwhelming nature of it, let it breathe, right? Just give it some time to work. Let the other things, like, you know, make sure that, you know, you got some traffic coming to the site and that, you know, enough people are actually seeing it before you start freaking out. You, this is something that you don't want to change every day or every other day. Um, you know, give it a little bit of time. I mean, obviously, if you're getting a bunch of eyeballs to a post and, you know, if you got, you know, 50 people a day looking at a post, um, you could change that relatively frequently, you know, once a week, twice, a, not twice a week, you know, once, once, a, you know, once a few times a month, that, I'll say that um, you could if you want to, because you're getting enough people that are seeing it to where you can get some decent, maybe, some, you know, kind of test cases against it. But, you know, honestly, it's coming up with a, a strategy and letting it sit for a couple months, you know, maybe two, three months, even six months, you know, just come back, revisit it and see, all right, how is this performing? Can we do better? What do we want to try next? And, and kind of setting those guidelines, that criteria to, to when you're going to address that conversion, how you're going to address it is really going to help organize that again, that chaos, take down the anxiety level a little bit, Put the, put the paper bag down, you know, get off the Xanax. I don't know. Whatever it is that's going on, if that's happening in your marketing, then fine. I'm just trying to help because, again, like I said, like that, that's the, that drives me nuts because you learn all this stuff and say, like, hey, nobody really tells you how long should you stick with this, how often should you change it. Uh, they tell you that you should maybe do this thing, but what happens if it doesn't work? And then their advice is crap, and they're like, well, what do I do now? Those are the kind of things that you probably possibly struggling with. I don't, again, just my own brain. I know that those were some of my own personal fears and anxiety because the, the trick is if you get it right, one of the really most important things will actually happen. Yeah, I mean, we'll get a handful. I mean, we're not, we don't get a ton. We get a handful of, of requests from out of state. I mean, but it's not, you're right, it's, it's probably 96, 97% all in Maryland. So That's even better, Jerry. That's even better. Because that's the problem, right? Once you get good, once you get the eyeballs coming, it's like, hey, how do I make sure I keep track of it all? Is everything in the right spot? Is everything where it needs to be? Because if it is, then you're going to get, you're going to maximize the number of people that you can do business with. Now, Jerry, I was talking to Jerry and he was saying how, hey, yeah, they're in, they're in like maybe five or six states, but just it's really more for, hey, my sister's brother's cousin's uncle has a house in you know Texas or whatever sort of thing. Can you insure it? And so, yeah, sure, we're going to go through that that process. And they're just accommodations, as he had said, more succinctly to you know existing clients. Um, however, 
you know, they're primarily in Maryland. That's the point, right? That's where most of their business is done. So, hey, they want to maximize the visibility in the state where they do the most business. Now, do they have the option to maybe spread their wings into other states? Sure, if they're there. Um, but there's nothing worse, nothing worse in the entire world, at least for me, than getting that phone call from somebody in California and Florida and Texas those are my big ones. I should probably get licensed in those states. And you can't sell them a policy, right? Because you're not licensed there. And then you're referring them to somebody and you're saying, yeah, I don't, you know, maybe they can help you. Sure, go, you know, call this guy. And if you don't have the right things in the right spot, right? Now, this goes back a step or two before the calls to action, I guess, but it's also addressing the point that, hey, you know, giving yourself the permission to go to a conference outside of the insurance industry, uh, if it's not in the right spot, if, if the keywords are not in the right spot, then that's that means that you're going to be getting those people from places that you can't do business with, and that's that's a that's a marketer's worst nightmare, right? It's just now maybe it's great if you're getting enough of that person in the right place, then you you've identified a place to expand. But in my experience, is that if you're just ranking nationally on something, that it's going to be too scattered to really identify. And again, I named like three big states for me, but still, even then, it's just it's still not enough to be like, hey, yeah, this is obvious. Um, so it's just it's, it's making those decisions that that you know putting things in the right spot, giving yourself enough credit, enough respect, maybe shall we say, sure, why not? Treat yourself right, pep talk. That hey, yeah, you can, you belong there. There's no reason that. You know, it's marketing conferences are just not for marketing professionals. They're for business people who want to grow their business, right? Because that's what marketing is. And I know we have a hard time giving it its credit, right? Because it's it's marketing. And I've said the word more times than I care to really ever. But again, I think a lot of this is perception, just kind of, you know, just, hey, we're just, we're blocking ourselves from, from taking these steps. And let's just put it this way. Agency owners, if you have, you know, perhaps agents that, you know, would like to go to, you know, again, an inbound, a social, social media marketing world, a Wistia Fest, uh, Infusionsoft does a conference, InfusionCon or something like that. I've never been, I don't know. Put it this way, whatever marketing conference they want to go to, I'd be open-minded to it, right? I would actually... I would encourage them, I would, you know, make it a point maybe to send them there then to the next state association meeting, possibly, you know, maybe send them to both. If you've got the funds and the time and the resources, I'm not, I don't want to down the, the, the state, the state conferences, but if they suggest it, or maybe again, if you even encourage them, Hey, I want to send you to a non-insurance industry conference this year, which one do you want to go to? Right. And agency owners yourself, if you actually want to tag along or you want to find something that maybe isn't marketing related, but maybe it's, you know, business ownership related, just get out of the in industry, right? <laughs> get out of, sounds terrible, but you, you know what I'm saying? Get out of the industry and learn from people outside of it. And I'm sure the, you know, a lot of this, you know, this isn't a secret, right? Like I'm sure that this is something that has been told to you before. I'm sure you are probably already doing this, but if you're not, I'm just curious because I have come across a lot of agents who, you know, when I say, Hey, I've been to some marketing conferences or when they say that, Hey, I've never thought of that or considered it. It just kind of surprises the crap out of me that, that it happens. So again, give yourself the respect to do the thing, to put the stuff in the right place, because if you don't, then you're just going to kind of be drinking the same backwashed water that everybody else is. 
So I ran into uh, the CVS that's down the street from my house the other day, and uh, there's a guy that works there. Tell me, you've probably got one of these people somewhere in the places that you frequent. But it's the lonely, like, CVS employee, I'm going to call him. Just insert your own store. And uh, I just had to pick up one. I think my wife needed some pictures printed off. I can't remember. I think that's what I was doing. I just needed to get the pictures and get out. I was doing like it was like a time thing. I just needed to go. And I'm not a very social guy. Like if I don't really know you, it's just like I don't. I would prefer not to speak to you if I didn't have to. Um, and he's just going on about like there's a person in front of me. And he's talking about his, like, I'm assuming this upcoming trip to Florida, I believe. Um, and the level of concern that he's placing on souvenirs that he needs to bring back for the people that I'm not sure exist in his life. And, and the, the thought that he's giving, now I, I appreciate that he's giving this much thought to something. I, I love anybody that's going to give thought, but I just, I have to try really hard not to be mean and sarcastic. Like I have to like, like I need to like meditate for like 30 seconds in line before I actually interact with this guy. And I had a, I had a lot of lead time, right? Because I, I'm listening to him tell this story, taking way too long to check this person out in front of me. I just need to get my pictures and I need to go. And it's driving me nuts. I'm doing the best that I can not to be just a mean and nasty human being to him. And uh, without, a, without, without missing a beat, I mean, the dude picks up as if I was like just diligently paying attention, just hanging on his every breath as I was in line listening to this conversation. Picked up like I was just listening to the whole thing and continues on with the uh, the Florida trip vacation story souvenir endeavor. And I said, man, please don't be mean. Please don't be mean. But I guess the point is, is that some people don't know when to stop talking. I am guilty of that on, on many occasions um, just because I feel the need to be nice and keep talking to people. And I'm bad at that. Um, but it does ruin the experience. I have to ask. Like, this is something, and I've seen agents, I've seen salespeople do this to where they don't know when to shut up, right? Now, this guy works at CBS. I mean, he's not working on commission selling, you know, gummy bears. Like, that's not his thing. But still, like, it's going to, you're going to think twice before you go into CBS again because, hey, there's a 30% chance that that dude might be there. And you're like, ah, I don't know if I want to deal with that today because I'm not a nice person. And uh, I'm just curious. One, what person exists in your life that you notice that might be the overly friendly slash lonely person that you have to be really nice, have to try really hard to be nice to? And two, do you have anything like that in your business, in your agency, to where you just maybe need to, to pull it back a little bit, right? I'm just curious. I'm curious. I don't know. It's a weird, interesting story. Uh, but I do think that it makes people think twice before you know calling, reaching out. There's there's a certain threshold. It's like, man, I didn't need that, right? I didn't need all of that. Too much. Just, just hey, easy. I'm just curious. Joyagirlprogram.com. Let me know what exactly your try really hard to be nice or your, hey, I probably need to shut up moments are.